Hello and welcome to Crow Forest the Podcast. So last time we left off at the last day of the second production trip. So today we'll pick back up with post-production on October 25 of 2022. Once I got back home, the first thing that I did after copying all of my new footage to my computer was to work on editing the miniature stop-motion effects. I opened the video file and went to full screen. Then I scrubbed through the video one frame at a time using the arrow keys. Once I got to a usable frame of just the miniature on the table where my hand was out of frame, I took a screenshot. I continued to do this throughout the video, taking one screenshot at every position of the miniature turning, giving me a total of 69 frames to work with. Which was not deliberate, that's just how it happened, so shut up, don't comment what you're thinking of. Once I had my frames, I imported them into Final Cut Pro and assigned each one a duration of one frame. I exported it as a video file and then re-imported my new video file into my movie project to make it easier to work with. As hoped, the playback was much smoother this time around. Next, I edited the sequence of Maureen waking up and going out into the dark house. As expected, it took a lot of work to get the two sequences shot at two different times of the day to match up right, but I think I managed it okay. Also, I added in a loud booming sound right as Maureen wakes up, instead of my creepy voice. Um, being because in the last section, I, uh, I verbally told her, wake up now, and of course I had to mute that in post-production, so I added the booming sound as the sound that wakes her up instead of my creepy voice. Um, creepy on account of, you know, a disembodied voice says, wake up, and she's alone in the house, so, you know, that's creepy, but also, um, not what I was going for. So, the section I feel like is a little confusing. I'll try to clarify that when I go back and edit the text. Um, anyway, you probably don't even care about that. And then I continued to play that sound, increasing in frequency throughout the remainder of the scene. I think it adds a lot to the sequence. I actually got the sound from one of the video clips that we had used earlier in the movie. Maureen is using some kind of a medical clamp to pry up the top of the miniature, the part that makes up the attic. And as she's doing so, the tiny ladder going up to the miniature attic falls and hits the floor with a soft bang. I isolated and copied that little bit of audio, boosted the gain level, and slowed it down by half to give it a deeper pitch. The result works pretty well. Plus, this way I won't risk getting sued for using someone else's sound effects. Alright, so that is it for that day, and uh, now October 26. Uh, looks like I forgot to specify 2022 on that one, so I'll go back and add that. Um, you know, just for the sake of consistency, it's uh, not even really necessary, but, you know, it would be nice if uh, it's formatted consistently at least. So, uh, this is October 26 of 2022.
Today, I started editing together the refilmed opening sequence footage that we filmed, but I ran into a bit of a problem. I had been trying to be efficient by getting multiple camera angles at the same time, but the result, at least in this one instance, is that I was clearly visible in the background of a shot. It's the shot where Maureen opens the fridge with the camera inside, and there I am in the background filming the reverse angle. Whoops. I tried blurring the background of the video, but it didn't really work. There was a big obvious blur box making it clear that something was being edited out, and since the blur was constrained to the rigid vertical and horizontal lines of the box, that meant that I would either not be blurring out enough in the background, or else I would be blurring something out in the foreground, i.e. Maureen's sleeve. So I took the clip and broke it down into individual frames, which I then opened in Photoshop. And I proceeded to blur myself out of the background one frame at a time. It took a while, but that's what I get for not being more careful. Uh, okay, there's just one more short section in the uh, post-production section, so I'll go ahead and uh, finish up uh, the post-production. On the whole, I just don't have nearly as much to say about post-production as what I have to say about production, because post-production is so technical, I don't want to bore people with the details, so I'm really just uh, talking about the highlights and specific things like um, the frame-by-frame -frame editing. If there's an edit that is not working and I go frame-by-frame, -frame, that... I feel like is worth addressing specifically, but uh, for just the normal editing process, I don't really have much to say because that's just, I don't want to bog this thing down in the details of, oh, I imported the clip, I trimmed off a few sections, and uh, I imported the next one and spliced, and uh, it's just a whole lot of technical crap and, and pretty boring, even just talking about it right now, I'm boring myself, so, uh, yeah, the, the post-production sections aren't gonna be nearly as long as the production sections. I mean, until later on when I get into Apple rants, but that's a whole different thing. Oof. Anyway, November 4 of 2022. I've been editing everything together for a while now, and it's finally starting to come together, and I just had an idea. I decided to start a sequence with the footage that I shot of Maureen playing for Elise on the piano, and placed that right before a brief montage of her going about the rest of her day. And now that I'm reading this, I don't actually recall if I wrote about that specifically. Um, I may have, but I don't remember reading about it on the podcast, and... I could be totally wrong about that, so, uh, I'll go back and check, but, uh, yeah, if I didn't specifically write that in the production section, then I, I definitely need to go back and add that if we're using this, because that's relevant information that I may have skipped before, so I'm gonna check that and, uh, go back and make any adjustments that are necessary. The sequence begins with diegetic music, music created within the scene existing within the universe, 
from her piano playing, culminating in her giving up in frustration after continually hitting the wrong notes. From her piano playing, culminating in her giving up in frustration after continually hitting the wrong notes. This is then followed in the remainder of the sequence with a non-diegetic rendition of Fur Elise playing in the background. I thought that this was a cool idea to tie the sequence together and kind of bridge it with a musical something or other. I, I don't have that last part written, but I should go back and think of a way to say that with words, which I cannot now think of. Um, so, so if you can think of a, a better word for what I'm trying to say, um, I, I guess imagine that I just said that word. I thought that this was a cool idea to tie the sequence together. I ran the idea by my composer, um, Adam Mullen. I, uh, just got permission from him to, uh, list him specifically in the book. So, uh, Adam Mullen of Lumo Station LLC, uh, go check him out and, uh, I will edit this book to include his name specifically. I ran the idea by my composer, Adam Mullen, and he agrees that it sounds cool. So the current plan is for him to write an original song based on the classic tune, starting with it being very similar and gradually getting less and less similar as it goes on until only the odd note here or there remains of the original tune. And, uh... I'm not sure that that's uh, an entirely accurate description of how it's going to go. I'm not the musical person behind this, but uh, something along those lines is how I pitched it. So uh, he'll take that idea and run with it and do uh, do how it needs doing. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if that's how it's going to end up, but we'll see what happens. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see how this works, if it works. We might scrap it. Hopefully that won't lead to any copyright issues. Fur Elise is public domain, so I think that's okay. Hopefully. Anyway, in my rough cut with the original version of Fur Elise, after Maureen gives up on the piano playing, she goes to do her laundry. I knew that footage would come in handy, and then she goes to light the candles on her altar table. I think that the use of that music here really ties this whole sequence together quite nicely in a neat little mini-montage. Okay, and that is the end of the post-production section, so uh, join me back here next week and we will uh, pick up again with production starting on November 25 of 2022. Hope to see you then.